Yo, yo, what's going on, people? Another episode of Visionary Focus Podcast. Today we've got Daniel on. Um, we we actually got connected through a mutual friend, um, Theodore. So, Theodore, thank you for connecting us. Hey, Daniel, how's it going? How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, yeah, so for the people that don't know, um, Daniel's actually 17 years old. And he's like, you know, he's an entrepreneur. He's done, He's doing a lot of stuff online. And uh, it's going to be super interesting diving into your story. So tell me a m- bit more about like, you know, like how you even got into like online marketing. What is this exactly you do? And also like where you're based as well. Um, so I will kind of start introducing myself from the beginning. I'm Daniel. I'm 17. As, as you said, uh, I'll be 18 in like two months. I'm from Israel. Um, so the way I got into marketing, it's, it's kind of like a coincidence, but not really a coincidence because everything you do leads to something eventually, like everything has a reaction. Um, so I started out as a dancer. I've been dancing since I was eight years old up until like this July where I kind of stopped dancing. Um, so I was in a dance studio um, in a group and kind of dancing professionally, I would say. I've been training like every day for a few hours. And I got on Instagram and I've been seeing all of those uh, dance pages starting to go viral. So I was like, why wouldn't I just open a page and see what, what's going to happen, right? So I opened my first page, which basically led me to where I am today. Um, So this is an explore page, which I'm also running as of today. Um, I started posting dance videos and they got really viral because the explore algorithm on Instagram was really, really good at the time. And I started getting a lot of followers from the explore page and kind of started growing my page and like a year or a year and a half later um i've been taking dance way more professionally i've been in a program in copenhagen and los angeles as well so then i i got a message from someone named steven and he's he dm'd me from a page called flipmas um, and Flipmas used to be a, like a community, and it, it still is today, uh, for people who have theme pages on Instagram. So he DM'd me, and I was like, this is pretty sus, because he was just saying, like, free money, and he wanted to <laughs> buy a promo. Yeah. Um, so and weird. I was like, why is he DMing me like this? And I got into the Telegram group chat, and that's basically where it all started. I started taking Instagram way more seriously. And I've been doing promos for other dancers and some music labels as well there. Um, and that's basically where it all started. That's awesome. And so you, you started, so what year was it when you pretty much created that um, sort of like dancing? I think this was like uh maybe october 2017 i think okay and and at the page was it like so like a 
a dancing theme page or was it mainly like a personal brand of you doing the videos or you doing a mix of like reposting as well um so actually this is not completely where i started with instagram so um i started growing my personal page uh when i was like 12 or 11 even and i bought like a bunch of bots to follow me and i did this because there was an agency in israel that paid people to promote stuff and like got them on things so i did it and then i got some brand deals and you know the trolls the movie Mm -hmm. so i got a brand deal with them and i also did something with fanta and um doritos and also they got me to model for like school equipment shop in israel and i was on like billboards in malls so that that was like the kind of the beginning but i would say the dance page was more of it but i was always so interested in like being famous and viral things even back when vine was a thing um and i always wanted to have followers be famous get money for promotions etc um so then i started the page like a few years later yeah, interesting it, it seemed like you grasped the power of, and the like of social media early on that like you know you could create leverage yeah. for yourself and and then important you could attract opportunities your way and so you, um now you were like a year and a half in right you had more opportunities you you say you, you had opportunities for dancing in copenhagen and then you got you got this opportunity from this guy who dm'd you and so yeah. what 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 occurred next um so next i got into the flipmask community on telegram and i started talking with more and more people so i was still running the page getting promos um and like i wasn't making a lot of money but it was kind of decent to to my age um but i still wanted more right and then i met on the telegram chat uh my friend i i'm not sure if i wanted to say his name but then i found out he's he's from israel right yeah um and i was like yo that's crazy like i never thought there would be someone else uh on this chat that is growing pages on instagram and is from israel as well so we started talking and everything um and we became friends and then we decided to meet and this was summer of 2020 i think yeah summer of 2020 and Uh then we met and basically he started a social media marketing agency and he was like yo do you want to become partners and let's grow this agency um he said he said like we can make crazy numbers um and then he got me on the agency. It, it's it was just the beginning. Beginning, he put all the money first for like domain and usernames and like a website uh, because I didn't have a lot back then. And what happened there was I basically was doing most of the work, and most of the work was outreach uh, to people trying to sell them social media services and so i did that i did a ton of that it didn't really work out and then he just wrote me a message one day saying 
yo, don't take this personally. I just want to do this thing alone. Um, I, it's not that I don't want to be a partner with you. It's just, it, it's not about you. It's about me, blah, blah, blah. And this was like my turn point because I was just relying on doing the agency with him. And I basically forgot about doing my own things alone as well. Yeah. And I just told myself like, fuck this. I'm going to start my own agency. I'm going to do it better. I'm going to do it alone because I can't trust anyone with what I'm doing. No, not that I can't trust anyone. It's just, I can't rely on anyone to yeah. basically help me succeed. I have to do it myself. It's okay to partner up with people. It's okay to create uh, partnerships and businesses and everything, but don't make it your main thing that you rely on to succeed. Hmm, that's important. Giving to someone too much leverage, even like if you have a team and you have one employee yeah. you're giving too much leverage to, that that is like an automatic weakness, right? So yeah, it's it's, it's good. You kind of realize early on. It's like okay, I gotta like you know, take accountability for things. And, and if I want things, I need to really take my two hands and, and go for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that agency, so when, when, what type of thing, what type of service were you offering back then? So like when that switch occurred, you decided, okay, let me do my own thing. And you started right mm -hmm. off the bat. And what, what were you offering then? And how did that go? Because, you know, a lot of the times the first business you start doesn't, you know, go as planned for, for most people. So was, uh, how did that go? Um, so basically we sold mostly Instagram growth for public figures, companies, and people who just want to get more real followers. We also like offered press release, um, like account management and those type of things as well, like on the side. Um, it didn't really go well. I think we got like two clients that paid 200 bucks maximum um, for when I was working with him. So it didn't really work. Maybe that's why he wanted to do it alone. I'm not completely sure. Um, but what was the second question? Um, I, was, I was wondering, it's like most, most businesses, actually, <laughs> I think I forgot what I was gonna ask you, but I was, I was thinking that like most businesses don't go as planned. But um, mm -hmm. like what services I was just asking you, what services you were offering um, back then? And so it seems like at first it wasn't the best success. So what what did you do after that? Did you just try it again? Did you refine your process? Yeah. Did you go somewhere else? Like what happened? Because a lot of people can easily get demotivated by failing their first business. So what made you not quit? Did you just keep going to start something else? I'm just curious about what happened after. Yeah. Um, so essentially I saw other people that I know that are selling the exact same things. And I was like, why can't I do it? And I did the same thing myself. It worked for a little while. I got some clients high. They were paying higher numbers than what we got back then. But I was spending my whole day messaging people on Instagram with like the same message getting action blocked. And then I realized this is not who I'm supposed to target because 
first of all, Instagram is not a good place to reach out and basically offer people the service. So this is to all my agency owners and people who sell stuff. Don't just reach out to people on Instagram. You might get some clients, but there is a really, really low per percentage um, of chances of chances that this client is going to make you a lot of money and the amount of work you need to put in like i i know as of right now there's like mess dm tools but those doesn't really work because it's just about DMing people you can dm someone from a big page but still you're gonna spend your whole day messaging people or even if you pay like a va to do it and it's not really leverageable and their roi on this is not that high because those people are not going to pay you more than five grand. And I'm over like saying this. Um, so I realized this wasn't the thing I should do. And I started learning more about outreach and really finding who's my target client because those people aren't leverageable. They're not going to be my retain retainers. They're not going to pay me enough money to keep doing what I'm doing. And that's basically it as of what I did. And I just kind of changed the outreach game. And that's when things started becoming way more serious. Yeah, no, I think understanding outreach really well and who you're selling to is super important. Like a lot of the times you don't. Like, I think the reason people like uh, fail, like don't have much success during regarding outreach is that sometimes they focus too much on in one format of outreach. Let's say it's just Instagram DMs. You're focusing too much on that. And then let's say um, you don't understand who you're selling to well enough, right? Because let's say if you're selling, the person you're selling to is, okay, they're on Instagram, but they spend most of their time in emails. Maybe it would be a good idea to send more emails you know what i mean or send more linkedin depending on where they're at right so it's yeah. like understanding a little bit that and tweaking and testing things out because with instagram you can only send x amount of messages per day right so mm -hmm. this is what i would recommend as well this is from my experience it's like sending like hyper personalized messages or like building some type of relationship with the person you want to work with first tends to work better than but some people pitch up straight up and it works as well right so you just kind of have to see what works for yourself right so yeah. um daniel so you were so you picked your agency you you learned more about outreach and then what happened that after did you start selling growth again did you start selling instagram management what happened after yeah, you learned i was i started selling growth on a way higher level and i got people with way higher budgets because i realized who i need to contact and also do they even have a budget because most of the time those people on instagram they're not gonna have that big of a budget they're broke than, sure. yeah no i mean not even broke but let's say you dm a rapper to grow his instagram what's the most he's gonna pay you like five grand or lower maybe 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 10 grand and it's not gonna be on a retainer and it like chances of you getting this client you will have to dm uh thousands of people and i dm thousands of people but for everyone i do recommend 
when you're doing outreach and testing a new audience or a new offer, do like at least 500 emails, messages, not calls because 500 calls will take you a lot of time and it's not worth it. But if you can automate something, do it like at least 500 because you can do mess DMs or mess emails, but I don't recommend mess DMs if you're selling something, but emails, yes. So when you're testing new waters, don't give up after like 50 emails and preferably don't do it manually because it will take you a lot of time. And there mm -hmm. is a lot of uh, softwares that will scrape your targeted audience, whether it's from LinkedIn, uh, websites, or anything else. It's it's pretty the niche is pretty developed right now, um, so you can do it do it way more easily, and you can also hire VAs to do it for you. But just depending on where you stand at the moment, do do your own research and decide what's better for you. 100%. And so now, like, uh, you, you kept, so you pretty much cracked the code eventually, and you figured out a yeah. way to get in contact with the right people with much bigger ad spends. And so mm -hmm. were you still working by yourself then and just building everything from the ground up? Yeah, um, I'm basically a one man team also right now. So I'm working with Theo that you mentioned um, on some projects, but I'm mostly one man. And I do work with other people, but they're most like um, freelancers for me. Uh, so, okay. like subcontractors yeah. or whatever it's like used. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm basically doing everything by myself, but I do need to hire some people for when I draft into the military, which I think we will get into it later yeah yeah no i know that it's like a mandatory service yeah I think, uh two two three years right yeah um i'm doing t two years and eight months and girls are doing two years yeah yeah so that's gonna be major <laughs> major shift um, yeah so and so right now right now you're pretty much keeping on building that agency and so yeah you, and you guys are are you still pretty much um, offering growth for people and page yeah, 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 yeah. That that that's what I'm mainly doing. Also, like as of right now, I do mostly marketing for NFT projects. Mm -hmm. Also with Theo, um, and yes, growth on Instagram, also on Twitter right now, and press release. Everything that that's connected to marketing on social media, I can get it done. Yeah, right now with like, like uh, the NFT space on Instagram, it's crazy. Like, yeah, like the even like like uh, if you have an NFT page, like the amount of money you can sell promos for is crazy. Like, <laughs> I have a friend who runs one of these NFT pages. I forgot the name, but he was telling me that like people are paying easily four or five, even six figures for promos, which is like yeah. unheard of. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's that's pretty cool. And so, right now, what's your what's your plan for the future? So are you just focusing right now on your you know your agency, keeping, keep you know keep growing that as well. Um, up to what point? What's what, what are your goals? You know, I'm just curious, like uh -huh. business wise. Yeah. So right now, I'm really really focused on becoming a better performing person, and not that recently I watched a YouTube video um saying like 
work like she's pregnant and it 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 just reminded me of the way it shifted my mindset uh so basically what he said on the youtube videos imagine if your woman is pregnant right now would you continue be the man you are or are you going to work to provide your children with better life whether it's being a better father giving them more financial support and everything around that so it kind of sh shifted my mind and right now um oh i'm just working to become a better performing person and obviously i will continue until i die because there is always somewhere to get better at and in terms of goals i would like to automate most of the closing part of the agency and then get someone to manage the clients and those are the two main things i need to focus on right now yeah um before going to the military and mm. i would also like to get more into real estate and stocks in the future like i'm in crypto right now but i would like to add trading um to my skill set and honestly what do you mean by goals like one year five years 10 years 20 years yeah i'd say like like i mean right now like we're gonna talk about you know the military right after because right now it's not easy because mm -hmm. i don't know when you turn 18 but you have a very limited amount of time right now before you go and mm -hmm. so you have a business that you want to keep running as well so i mean it's hard to see long term because right now you're quite young as well but i'd say maybe in the next oh, wait how long do you have till you turn 18. Um, I will be 18 in two months, but I'm still at school. And as of today, my drafting date is in, on in November, but I may delay it more. I, I'm not sure. Like okay. nothing is uh, sure as of right now. Okay, so by November, or you know, what, what are you, what are your goals by then before you get drafted? Uh, I think. So automate the agency business, mm -hmm. um, get it to do like high five to six figure a month, mm -hmm. um, mostly without. So I wanted I wanted to run without me, even if I'm offline for a week, even two weeks, because this could happen. Um, yeah. So I'm just preparing for everything. I want to hire the right people, train them in the right things. And most importantly, those people have to be like high performing people as well. Mm -hmm. And to focus on solving problems or creating new stuff. And I think this will skyrocket the agency as well. Yeah. And another thing is to just set up a few e-commerce stores and also have people running them um and kind of have it sort of of a passive income and it's not completely passive but i think once you've mastered the online game and being an entrepreneur and knowing the right people things get really easy so when you get into new businesses so let's say i want to start a new e-commerce store right now i have the right connections to basically solve every problem or make things way easier for me than if i would started two years ago for example yeah 
Yeah, you know, you build the right network over time. You build the yeah. right skills. You know what I mean? It's just like skill stacking, right? So it's like over time, you know, you become pretty much a beast. So, you know, the goal pretty much is automate your agency, you know, build out maybe a few e-commerce stores, hire the right team. So, yeah, pretty much setting everything up to the point where like things can run for themselves by themselves without you being there right so yeah. um that that's that that makes complete sense and uh i actually have a few like when you said you wanted to be a high perform you're working on being on a high performing individual what exactly mm-hmm. do you mean by that are you meaning you know you're trying to be more productive are you trying to be you know in better shape um you know more focused what is it exactly what what do you mean exactly when you say high productive being more um, high individual i think for every person it will be different but where i stand right now so um you said like physically so here's an example in july i was weighing 65 kilos i'm not sure how much is that in uh pounds but it doesn't matter i i mean yeah yeah um so i i was really really skinny and i just gone through a hard breakup um it was a really, really toxic relationship. And I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to be skinny anymore. I'm going to build the, my dream physique. And I'm going to start doing right now. And now I weigh like 75 kilos. And I'm not where I want to be. And I don't think I will ever be where I want to be. But I'm in peace with myself. Uh, peace with myself on how I look right now physically. That's crazy. 10 kilos makes a big difference, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's mostly muscles. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, um, for people who don't know, 10 kilos is like 20, 22 pounds. So that's like, that that makes a massive difference. And uh, no, and so like pretty much getting in in better shape. And so was there anything else? Like when you say a high performing individual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So... I'm also working on being way more disciplined and those things come from habit building and Mm -hmm. it's just, you start doing simple things like, so I started making my bed every morning and every time I leave the house right now, or if I'm just walking out of my room after I get up and I see the bed is not made, I'm just going to be like, you have to do it. You have to do it. And then I just do it because I just uh, put the pillows in the right place and lift the blanket and put it back on uh, straight. It's really easy and you can develop it. And from there, you can go on to more difficult stuff. Yeah. Right now, I'm, I'm practicing practice meditation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. But it does help. It's really, really hard, even five minutes for some people, because I'm super hyperactive, if that's how we call it in English. Like, I always move, I always talk. Um, I've always been that kind of person, so it's hard for me to sit still and be with my thoughts alone. Mm -hmm. Um, So just being more disciplined and productive. And a quote I've heard on another podcast by Jeff Logs, he's really really great he said how you do anything is how you do everything so what it means is do you do you lift your equipment when you clean your house or do you just 
pass pass around it do you finish your reps when you work out or you just say yeah i'm done right now so mm -hmm. in and every aspect of your life i you, you just need to think can i do better because if i'm gonna do better right in that even the smallest things it's gonna get you so far ahead like it's just compounding every every time you do something and you think i can do better i will do better um so that's also what i'm focusing on right now just doing better things all the time yeah that's super super key if you you know the the mindset you have right now it's going to be very very hard for you to not even hit your goals and beyond in the next three five years right yeah. because if you implement this mindset right now it compounds over time so even though that's the right habits it starts with making your bed you do your bed every day for 30 60 90 days now you now you're gonna implement that in somewhere else right like yeah it comes back to what you're saying earlier when you do one how you do one thing is how you do everything right yeah so i think the mindset you have right now is like super super key and and i think uh after the podcast i can show you even another time i have like a really good system um mm -hmm. for how you could pretty much systemize your life to hit your goals whatever they may be and stay super organized because for a long time i was like crazy crazy unorganized like yeah you I'm, imagine. I'm still really unorganized like i just moved to a place alone not that long ago and i still haven't organized everything and mm -hmm. i'm just like overlooking it because i'm not home i'm barely home and i'm just like sometimes it just hits me and i'm doing a lot of things in one day yeah um but back to building habits and mindsets i really really overlooked it when i got when i started my agency and the page and everything it's way way more important than you think because as i said how you do one thing is how you do everything and you have to become that high performing person first no not even first because you can start and you can go with the flow and build it uh on the go like i did but once you do that everything you do will be great and you will be mm. set for greatness yeah and then this is one thing to uh like i heard about this the other day, i think it was on a youtube video and it's like imagine you know the version you want to become of yourself like yeah. the dream version of let's say the dream like the ver the future daniel right in five ten years mm -hmm. think about the yeah. person that you want to become like everything you have in mind like the craziest thing you could put on you could put it like ripped body fat x percentage x amount of money in the bank account this amount of businesses whatever it may be right and the type of person you want to be as well then right and so what every time you wake up and you know the version of yourself you want to become you try to align your decision making based on the what that person what the decision that person would take right mm -hmm. so if this version of daniel like what, what decision would he take right so you think of let's say multi multi-millionaire and hyper successful daniel would he make his bed or not he probably would would he you know eat clean or would he not would he go work out right now or would he not right so then naturally your decision making is inclined towards eventually before you know it you're taking decisions every single day aligning you towards that version of yourself that you're going to become guaranteed and five ten years down the line you're going to be that person you're like damn you know you pretty much reverse engineer the whole thing <laughs> yeah pretty cool. and this is something that i really want to talk about because 
this really aligns with the law of attraction, which I was exposed to like two years ago. And it really, really changed my life. And I do this scripting often of what's the version of me that I want to be will do. Um, so I've been scripting lately a lot and it comes out to feelings. And so I basically script my day, the way I look, what I wear, what I drive, how I'm feeling, how I'm dealing with problems, how I'm talking with people, the relationships I have in my life, the exact amount of money I have in my portfolio and my bank. And then I try to meditate on that and really, really focus on how it feels, what it looks like. And before I closed, like my biggest deal that was like back then. So the biggest deal compared to when I started the agency, um, I really, really focused before closing it. I really, really focused on what that exact amount of money that I was offered would look in my bank account in the exact same app. I'm going to receive it too after, uh, the fees and everything. And I really, really focused on that. And it just happened exactly, exactly how I thought it would look. Yeah. So imagining, imagining the whole process, yeah, like really makes it come to life. No, I've heard a lot of people talk about like visualization and just how you could really get attracting it to your life. But I mean, this is, let's not confuse it here. Like you can visualize, which really helps, but if you do not take action Put in, in your life, yeah. the right things, nothing will move. You could do all the visualization yeah, yeah. in the world, but it won't move. But if you do take the right actions, plus you do visualization on top, it's it's bonus. Like it's definitely yeah. going to add something to your life. Even like, like if, if you're working out or whatever, you can visualize your workouts, things like that. Right. It's mm -hmm. like they, there's been a study where they, they take some basketball players. I think there's three groups. I, I'm sure you've heard about the story. Um, they take one group. Yeah, there's like a bunch of stories like this. Yeah. Where like, you know, one guy, you know, one group, they, they, they just practice shooting hoops the whole time. One of them uh, is visualizing, you know, um, uh, shooting threes, you know, and then there's one group that doesn't do anything. Right. And I think, I, I don't know, I'm, I might be not saying the story right, but like what, the group that didn't do anything obviously got worse, but the group that visualized, I was actually shooting better threes after two weeks than the, the group that practiced, which is insane. You know, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, it shows you the power of visualization. Like, even if you visualize your entire day, it goes so much smoother sometimes, you know, like yeah, things yeah. work smooth. And, and this comes back as well. Like, I think one of the important habits around like meditation or, you know, breath work is that like a lot of the times if you're a business owner, you're in business, whatever, whatever it may be, you're going to deal with a set of problems. Everybody deals with a set of problems, right? But if you're able to handle um, stress and adversity well and control your emotions like young, oh my goodness, like you're going to have such a massive advantage going throughout your entire 20s that no one else has because most people can't control their emotions, right? But if you can do through the right habits, you're going to be a killer, you know? So, um, no, this has been, this has been very, very interesting. And so Daniel, like what's, let's dive into now, like, uh, the army. So for the people that, you know, if you've been listening, Daniel's from, from Israel, um, can you let them know more about like what the process is like, you know, with like, uh, the military and the process you, you have to take once you're 18 there. 
yeah, but first I want to put some people on a game and you should read two books about what we just talked about visualizing law of attraction and everything around that. First of all, you should read the secret. It's way more um, like holistic and some people won't like it because it's too much of a fantasy there, but this is where you get the idea and then read uh, Break the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. And he also has more information and more books. And this is way, way more based on science and studies. Um, so then read that. It's way more te technical and practical. Um, so those two books are awesome for this. So, so what was the first book already? Uh, the Secret. And the there secret. is also a movie. Everyone, Almost everyone heard of this book. Um, but yeah. So to answer your question, um, wait, wait, before, before you start, before you start, guys, one more book as well. The Slight Edge, phenomenal book. It's it goes well with those three, those two as well. Anyways, um, sorry for cutting you off, Daniel. Go for it. Yeah, sure. Um, so about the military, if you've heard anything about Israel before, um, whether it's bad or good, you probably know we are a fairly new independent country uh and we are around arab nations and in independence war everyone attacked us after the un split the uh, basically palestine i which was under the british mandate into two states and they didn't want there to be a jewish state so arab countries like syria lebanon uh, i don't think lebanon actually Syria, Egypt, Jordan, Iraq, and other countries started to attack Israel. Um, but even before that, we were always attacked, also as Jews, everywhere for thousands of years. And still to this day, uh, many, many people are attacked for being Jewish and Israeli. So we're a small country in the Middle East that has to protect themselves all the time. And that's why military service is mandatory for everyone at the age of 18 in Israel, for boys and girls as well. Um, so I didn't want to go to the military when I was younger. And the reason for that is because I thought, why would I give this country three years of my life? I don't even want to do this. It's not going to help me. And I just want to move to the States and then um but then when i got a little bit older and this happened like two years ago maybe i became way way more connected to judaism and zionism in general and i started practicing more judaism and actually now i pray every day i put in on every day if every if anyone knows what this is basically it's like a daily prayer you do uh you put you wrap this uh piece of Oh, what it's called letter on your arm and then you put something on your head um so i do this every day um where you thank god and so i started getting way more more connected to judaism and also zionism i started being more attacked for being israeli and jewish and i was like i want to go to the military i want to serve my country i want to do exactly what all of my family did because my grand great grandfather uh he actually served 
with the United States in World War II. And right after that, he, he came to Israel and fought in the independence war. So he did World War II and another war right after that. Um, so this was crazy. Um, so then I realized I, I want to do this for a few reasons. A few reasons. One is I want to serve my country. I want to I wanna give what I can uh, because everyone does. And the second reason is because I can learn so much more things being in the military than being in business or just doing anything else in life because I, I've noticed people in Israel mature way more than people in Europe and the States. And the reason for that is because when you turn 18 here, you go to the military and sometimes you go to war um, and you go through training and a lot of things that make you mature way faster and yeah, imagine. and experience a lot of stuff. You learn self-discipline, you learn working with a team. Uh, you just evolve as a person if you take it in the right way. And that's also what I want to do. So I want to be a combat in the Navy, but then comes the other part, which is what I'm going to do with my business, because I don't think I will have a lot of time while being in the military to run a business. So yeah, that's why I'm also trying to automate it. Um, but I'm still having this. I still haven't decided or on whether I want to fully be a combat and say, I'm going to be a little bit behind in those three years. And I'm having a lot of FOMO because of this. So I'm going to be a little bit behind, but I will learn more about myself and evolve as a person than anything else. So what I think I will do is start as a combat and if I see things really, really don't work out and maybe, maybe I decide to just go down to a military job, which is basically um, like a day job, but in the military, um, mm -hmm. it's also mandatory. Like, obviously not everyone is a combat. There is a lot of, a lot of uh, jobs in the military. Yeah. So um, go yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I was, I was like, damn, like, as a, as a business owner, like, it's just like, I could imagine for, because uh, you're not the only one who's, I mean, there's very few young business owners before the age of 18, but the few that are going to military must be like, it could either be hard, like heartbreaking, or you see it in a good way like you. It's really cool that you see it in the perspective that you do, because it would easy it would be very easy to see it as like oh my god like my life's over my business is over right because you're way too attached to your business but i think um you're confident enough in your ability to making to building things online and with your marketing skills that you know that like okay even if i didn't have anything if i wasn't doing anything in business wise for the next three years i could still start again right is, is that yeah. do you think that plays a major factor in your ability to be you know what let's let's do this like you know because i mean you think you seem to be quite ready to go all in into the like to the military for three years without you 
I feel like you're quite relaxed about it. You know what I mean? Like you don't you you don't seem too worried about anything business related because you know I feel like you have more of a long term vision. So am I am I am I off or? Um, you're not off because that's what it sounds like. I actually I'm really really stressed because I'm not sure how this will turn out, but I will. What I tell myself is, and everyone should in every aspect of their life is, I'm going to do my best and w I will do what I can control and I will leave every, everything else for God. Because just do the best in things you can control. So what I will do is hire people for my business, try to automate all the systems and everything and just trust the process. It's okay to fail. It's okay to not know what your next step is and i am stressed but i know it will be okay because it's not like i'm gonna die well maybe i will who knows <laughs> um but life is not over even if you don't have money and if even if your business is, fails um thankfully i have a supporting family and i have a roof over my head clothes food and everything and you should always be grateful for what you have right now. Even when things get really, really stormy and dark in your life, just know there is a light at the end of this. And there always will be. And I've been through really, really hard times, really a lot of breakdowns, whether it's in relationships or just mentally with myself. And every time I'm out of this, I just get stronger and stronger because i know this will end, end sometime and i'm not getting into these loops of breakdowns or being in war with myself or other people right now as i did before um mm -hmm. yeah. so i'm i am stressed i'm stressed about my business i'm stressed about what's gonna what what is it gonna be like in my relationship in my relationship because my girlfriend is also going to the military um but i just trust in god to be honest mm. and yeah. it's yeah. not like just okay i'll let i let god do his work um i don't know if you believe in god or not but i i do and everyone should believe in something um there's always a higher power power than you think um so i, I trust god and i will do my best to be the best and set myself up for success while in the military and after getting out of the military. And I've seen this quote where it says, um, people will ask for a cake and then, and God will give them the ingredients and the kitchen and they will get mad and leave. And I think you and the people who are listening to this will understand this quote, as I said it. And if you don't, basically it says you ask for something and things most of the time are not just going to come to you as you want them to come you will have to spot the right opportunities and if you let that sink into into your subconscious uh you will spot those opportunities way better but you ask for something like let's say i ask to god to help me make x amount of money and then I started getting into this mindset of finding opportunities. So I started talking with people. I started 
going into new business ideas and everything. Um, and then I got an offer and you have to take the right stuff, even when you're not sure about them, like just look at your opportunities as they were ingredients for your success and start cooking with them because this will lead you to a lot of places and mostly good places and your success will be your life like the cake will be your success yeah. i think it's like a it's a really good point you said that i think it, it comes down to being resourceful like uh, yeah figure things out with what you have like it's so easy to complain and see things in a dark kind of perspective being like oh man i don't have x i don't have y i don't have z you know what i mean i can't do this i can't do that but this is the thing that's like when you talk to yourself and you say i can't do this or i can't do y or z or whatever right you're speaking yeah. to yourself negatively which is becoming your reality yeah, so Conscious. you know what i mean like this is why like i don't know why i've always like i've there's been days where i had like absolutely nothing and i was able to figure it out i think it comes mm -hmm. down to having kind of like an abundance mentality yeah. so whatever happens there's more like even okay there's a client that you know didn't go well or whatever boom we refund them boom there's another guy that comes another yeah. time three days after right so having a kind of an abundance mentality that like don't don't worry things are going to figure out as long as you keep pushing there's more opportunities right like it's easy to get obsessed over not having enough or not having wires. Mm -hmm. But the truth is there's people who have mass, who had massive, incredible success and started with way less. So for anybody who's complaining about the situation, there's people that started with way, way, way less who have succeeded and who had incredible success. So that's why I see like, you know, it's all about perspective, you know, like yeah. you might see, Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. But a lot of the times we're limit, like we're, we are our own biggest enemy we're the ones limiting ourselves from tapping into our own potential or hitting yeah. our goals. A lot of the time, this is what I'm figuring out even from, from myself recently. A lot of the stuff I'm learning, it's like, I already know this shit. Like, I already know what I got to do. I just got to do it. And it's like, it's, it's funny because sometimes we overcomplicate things because, I, you know, we're, we're humans. Things, things are simple a lot of the times, but we just overcomplicate them and make our life more complicated and create our own problems, you know? Mm -hmm. And... Like, for example, before going on the podcast, so like when CEO asked me, do I want to go on a podcast? I was like, I was thinking with myself, I probably shouldn't do it. My English is not very fluent and I'm not as big as I think to get on a podcast and like talk about my business and success in general. Um, but then I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna do it. What's the worst that can happen? versus what's the best that can happen and the worst is basically nothing and the best who knows um so really try to spot those opportunities in your life even when you don't know where, where it will lead to obviously if it's something that could lead to something bad just calculate your risks with things whether it's like trading or basically anything in your life just think about it but also don't overthink this because if you start overthinking everything then you will just lose all these opportunities and also i want to say something um uh, yeah never mind i forgot but okay. just 
take these opportunities, don't overcomplicate everything, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, like this is the thing. It's like I have a hard time understanding people who complain. Like if you have all of your basic needs, and let's Mm -hmm. say you even have the possibility of you know, you know, you have a computer, you have a phone, or both, even you know. It's like Jesus. Like you, you, you there's a amount. Like the opportunities are endless. You know, if you yeah. get creative. Like even if you have zero dollars, you can get creative. You can start something. You know, you can learn a skill. Like I don't know why, but like I don't know if it's like that in Israel, but here, like North America, U.S., Canada, a lot of people are bored very easily, and therefore they don't get very creative with the stuff that they have. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Like you go to a place where people don't have much and you give them, a, you give some kid who's very creative, who lives like in a poor environment, you give him a computer, trust me, he's going to figure out a bunch of stuff, Yeah. right? Because he's super curious. He does what he has for him. It's a blessing to have a computer, right? Then here, a lot of the times people have a computer, whatever, but they never really see what your computer can do. You never mech, like, you know, tap into its potential, right? Yeah. Like, I think one of the biggest uh, things we should be worried for regarding our generation is the lack of creativity and lack of patience due to overstimulation right mm-hmm. and not gonna lie i've been i've sometimes i was like I, I would have a hard time taking my time to do things because a lot of the things we do online is very quick 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 you know what i mean so controlling mm-hmm. that and you know i think being patient is virtue right so if you're able to be patient but still move with speed it's it's super key even with people because if you don't have a lot of patience life is going to be real hard you know what i mean like yeah. I just think it just in general, like uh, some things aren't built overnight. You need to trust the process. Like as for any person who's in business, it's like you, you can move quick, but you need to like you need to be able to to let go of short term gratification as well. And if you're very into like most young people who are very hooked to, you know, their phones, TikTok, like short term gratification is everything. Right. But you got to be careful because do giving in too much it's burning your dopamine receptors right so you don't enjoy life as much after i don't know that's what i've noticed among a lot of young people this is why there's so many people young people that were depressed especially in the first world like western countries right because the dopamine receptors are, are, are fucked up because they just spend too much time consuming short-term video content right giving into the dopamine and not creating enough and i think uh, the, the whole mentality i think we our generation should start creating way more way more right and uh that that sorry man i was I was going on a rant here but um um you know daniel it's, it's been quite cool to have to have you on like i have a few other questions i yeah, think wait you know, can we just take a one minute break i gotta sorry i just drink a lot of water um but i do want to tap on what you said before first uh daniel yeah okay uh, go go for it okay um, so as you said, like people from first world countries, like who are on TikTok and Instagram all day, their dopamine receptors are pretty much fucked up. Um, and that correlates with, uh, something my dad told me, which is basically notice how immigrants that come to the U S or Europe are succeeding like real big, um, and especially teens. Um, and I see it in the com and you probably see it like in real estate and other stuff. So I think the reason for that is 
if you're growing up in the middle class and I kind of did, but not also like it, it's pretty complicated, but and for growing up in the middle class, you mostly have your life figured out. Uh, you go to school, you have everything you need at home. Then you go to college and you your parents think you're going to get a, a job. And that's pretty easy, right? Um, you're kind of set for life in a very, very comfortable place. But if you're an immigrant that just came to the US and you see your parents struggling to feed like you you leave five kids in like a two bedroom house and you see them struggling to feed you guys and you really see the pain in their eyes and you tell yourself i'm gonna get my parents out of this i'm gonna succeed and it gives you way more drive and that's why i think if you're coming from a poor environment or like you have a bad past and you want to make your life better, you will have much more drive than someone who was mostly comfortable their whole life. And I really try to stay uncomfortable uh, every time in order to get better because it's really, really hard after you reach like a certain point. And for most of the people who are listening, it's probably like a certain amount of money you make. You get really comfortable and then you forget about your bigger goals. and it's really, really easy to fall into that. So always yeah. stay uncomfortable. And here's another quote. Uh, doing hard stuff will give you easy life and doing easy stuff will give you hard life. Um, and I think most of you understand this and everyone can take it to their own, in their own way. And how I mm -hmm. take it is the more you do hard stuff and like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if the, those things are hard for you, it will give you a better life eventually. And if you do hard stuff, like, so I recently started uh, finishing my showers with a cold stream for like 30 to 30 seconds to one minute. And it just gives me like, it, it's really hard for me. And I'm just like, they're breathing heavily. And then when I get out, I feel great. And, and then also when I need to do simple tasks that I don't have the energy to do, I just tell myself, yo, you just took a cold shower. Most of the people don't do it. And sometimes I don't do simple tasks as like washing the dishes or really anything you see middle-class people doing on the regular life or other people that maybe it's harder for me to do it. Um, so then I tell myself, you just did something most people don't and it's really hard then why do why are you not doing this thing which is way way easier right mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah just if you try and focus on doing hard stuff other ordinary life stuff will become way way easier oh 100 i mean a simple example it's like guys you guys don't need to starve yourself to death but like for example like i mean the first thing people come to mind is like oh i'm just not gonna eat or whatever that's a great way you know you fast but if you work out and you work out hard right let's say you're doing early in the morning everything after during your day is easier is it's not complicated right or let's say a lot of people say do the hard work early in the morning so let's say this is what i do the the most important high ROI tasks i do everything i do them in the morning right 
but because once you've done those tasks that are maybe boring or that um you know that are much more hard or like require much more brain power once you're done those your day goes much smoother right and i think it goes with everything into life right you, you know do the hard things well early on and then you have a you know you have a easier life long term right because you're not giving into short-term gratification you're staying disciplined and when you're staying disciplined sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do consistently right that's the hard thing the simple things done consistently over and over and over and over and over again and i think maybe one way to stretch your comfort zone right it could be to call this prospect it could be to go to the gym it could be to fast for you know 16 hours whatever it may be i think it's good two three times a year to really put yourself on edge right like there's a ceo that sleeps on the floor i think for two two to four weeks every year right just for him to appreciate his bed a bit more right so it's like whatever you can find that gives you a bit of edge i think is really really important um daniel i had a, i had maybe two three more questions for you because i don't want to keep you on too 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 long because i'm sure you have other things to do um what do you think are the most important traits to become quite successful as an entrepreneur or build let's say let's say what are the most important traits you've noticed among you know your, your peer group and yourself to become a successful entrepreneur you know and this is for anybody who's listening who's young right now and wants to create something um like there, there's so many things and that's also why it's hard for me to tell you exactly but go for it it doesn't have to be one thing specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. from my experience uh so becoming a high performance person and this means in every aspect of your life and if you do this even if it's just uh just being a top performer person it, it's also gonna you, it's a, it's also gonna come to life in your business because if you are so great your business is also going to be so great because you strive for greatness and doing better all the time so you will find the right things to do um to make everything better and then i think the other thing is not to give a fuck and not to take life too serious because as you said like being attached to your business it it, it can't be good because um just keep in mind that a lot of the people you see now which are billionaires um or like have really successful companies they probably started making a million dollars a year very very late compared to what you see on like uh young people with e-commerce stores um like the SaaS companies social media agencies um mm. so th this is like small money compared to what those uh billionaires are making right yeah and back then you they didn't have as many opportunities as we had especially especially without the internet like it's crazy 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 how much you can learn how much how many people you can meet online that will change your life um so take advantage of that and people who are successful are opportunity takers um i i take every opportunities that comes to my hand um because i know how hard i've had it in terms of things not working or barely making any money so even even if it's something 
too small. Like if someone comes to me with like a thousand dollars budget, uh, I will do my best to help them or I will just refer them to someone else. And yeah. it's a win-win situation for everyone. And sure. another thing, I'm um, just thinking maybe I think yeah. I think yeah. those are the two main things because just becoming the best version of yourself, being a high performance person, and also at the same time, not giving a fuck and not taking life too serious. Just go with the flow. But at the end of the day, everything is a numbers game because habits are from true repetition of doing the same thing every day. And the same with business, everything you will do. Uh, but if something doesn't work after a while or you just do it because you said, oh, I'm going to do uh, 10 emails a day and you just send the same script every day and nothing works, like stop you need to reevaluate what you're doing and strive for better and always always think what mm. you can change uh and that's basically it yeah hmm. awesome awesome if you could go back in time um and give some advice or give any tips to your younger self what would they be like uh, you... <laughs> um even though you're like super young you know yeah <laughs> I think maybe cut some relationships that I've had, uh, mm -hmm. but I, I I don't think if if I would actually say because everything that I did uh, turned out to be the person that I am today, basically. Yeah, and I'm kind of complete with myself, even though I always want to get better, but maybe. Uh, I will just tell myself, go with the flow. It will be all right. Like you, you will see yourself just stick with everything you say you would do. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. stick with everything you say you will do because mm -hmm. there is so many things that if I've done earlier or started earlier and I did have them in mind earlier, I would have been so far ahead right now than where I am today. But everything happens for a reason yeah no i totally get that yeah you change one little thing and then it changes the entire trajectory of your life to this day right so it's yeah. a tricky question like i said some people like i say maybe it's better not to say anything but at the same time you could say one thing that could completely change the trajectory in a positive way as well right so mm -hmm. um but like i said everything happens for a reason you know so uh and then daniel like if anybody's interested in working with you like this is something that i wanted to point out like if anybody's listening to right now who knows someone or is potentially interested in let's say working with you and growing their instagram getting some instagram management because that's what are, those are the main services you offer i think yeah. right like yeah like anything social media related basically so maybe, like yeah go for it anything go for you it. can think of like 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 shamelessly promote yourself right now so go for it yeah if you have anything um, so um any social growth twitter instagram also snapchat uh doing if you want to get your name out there uh with articles which we can also do a verification with on your socials um basically mess dming everything also discord um and if you have an nft project that 
you need to promote or you you're just not sure where what are your marketing strategies will be and you need a lot of volume i can also get it done um so reach out to me and this is the only place i can tell you where to reach out to me without uh exposing who i really am um it's on telegram it's at d a n i b o i so danny boy but just Danny and then boy with an I. Guys, in the show notes, if you guys want to hit him up, um, I'll, I'll drop his telegram. I won't dox him or anything. Don't worry, Daniel. <laughs> um, <laughs> fine. And uh, yeah, no, if you guys want to hit him up, make sure you hit him up there. Um, Daniel, it's been so awesome having you on our podcast. I actually think there's a few things I could like uh, give some value to you after the podcast regarding mm -hmm. um, like some systems regarding even your life or your business. So uh, Yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, really appreciate it but daniel really it's been awesome having you on the podcast even this is your first podcast but i think first yeah. of many in the future uh i'm excited to see like kind of your growth along over over time because with every single one of my guests i'm actually keeping track like i'm gonna keep track over time of where they are and then hit them up again in the future so uh thanks again man for helping on it was it was, it was a pleasure talking to you and uh and thanks again guys for for listening and any last word for the listeners daniel um just to you thank you so much for having me on this podcast and really guys there is so much you can learn just open your computer start searching for stuff and there is always a way to do something don't give up it's a numbers game at the end of the day and thank you so much thank you guys for listening once again if you enjoyed the podcast um leave a review and try to share with one friend you think would really enjoy um this type of these type of this type of content right this is the only i'm not asking guys for anything no money the only way you could pay me back for you know all these episodes that i'm putting out uh, is sharing it with one friend you think would really enjoy and leaving a review if you enjoyed it as well thank you guys for listening see you in the next episode Bye bye